Hello everyone, welcome to Video Gamer Podcast number 419. I am your host, mm. Josh Wise, and I am joined by that little that little impressed noise you heard there was Rich Walker. Mm. I'm always impressed. Yeah, oh, well, thank you yeah, Every much. time we do a podcast, you know, it impresses yeah. me. This you technology is amazing, isn't it? It is, yeah. We're living in a we're living in an enlightened age with all People this technology. People don't know how lucky they are. Yeah, they? yeah. You know, Especially to be just... getting us every week. Just... Yeah, exactly, man. you lucky little devils. Lucky. <laughs> uh, I've I've got some stuff to report. Uh, mm-hmm. Mainly, I had a new flavour of M and M's yesterday that sort of blew me away. No way. Yeah, brownie. Brownie. Okay, yeah. I've, I've tried peanut, you know, regular chocolate and biscuit. Classic. Have you tried those um, crispy ones? Yeah, aren't those the biscuit ones? Uh, the biscuit inside. I think they're sort of think like they're more crunchy than they're sort of like wafery. Biscuity. I don't know. Oh, I don't maybe know. they are biscuity. Yeah, I don't know what's in them. Whichever anyway. ones come in the blue wrapper. That's the crispies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's um, it's just like an M M&M, and M, but then inside it's like a little bit of brownie. It's unbelievable. So, what sort of spongy? Yeah, sort of Weird. spongy and a little bit chewy. But mm. you know, you have like three or four of them, and you've just got this big wadge of brownie in your mouth. It's unbelievable. Lovely. Um, so yeah, had them mm. and uh, watched L.A. Confidential last Excellent. night. Excellent, lovely. <clears throat> bit of James mm. Cromwell in his a little prime. bit of James Cromwell. A, li- a little bit of fucking everyone. The cast mm. on that film's mental. Yeah, um, just I an just absolutely um, brilliant film. Put me in I a great mood. I realise that I have a lot of time for James Cromwell, and I think he's an unsung kind of hero. <laughs> yeah, everything yeah. he pops up in, he's great. He is. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I Babe, obviously one of your favourites. <laughs> I haven't actually seen Babe, but I caught um, <laughs> Star Trek: First Contact on TV. Oh, he played Zephyr and Cochrane, and I he? forgot he was in it. And I was like, yeah. oh, brilliant! And I'm not like, just him, but him and his little hat. Yeah, and his little, <laughs> his little um, round hat. Yeah, <laughs> which is great. Yeah. yeah, no, I'm a big, I'm a big fan of Cromwell. I think he's, I mm. think he's great. Um, mm-hmm. He was in uh, Spider-Man Three, lest we forget. Indeed, um, uh, I can't remember who he played, but yeah, yeah, he was one of the. I think he was like one of the people at the astronaut soiree for the fella. Wait, oh wait, no, is that was he two? Captain Stacy or something? I can't, I can't remember who he was in Spider-Man 3. I love that you've mentioned he's in it and you can't remember who he was. I'm looking <laughs> it up, mate. I'm, I'm going to yeah, tell I the people. The people want to know. Right. He, he, he might have been like a, a cop or something. I think I remember him in a uniform. He likes playing a cop. An authority yeah. figure. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He um, he's always bloody good at it. So, he is. You know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, but yeah, LA Confidential, absolutely brilliant. What have yeah. you? What have you been up to anyway? Um, I've been, you know, just cracking on with life. You know, just uh, getting got on your, with it. Uh, got your second jab. Got my second jab yesterday. Yeah, yeah. So I had a yeah. little bit of a rough night's sleep, but I didn't feel ill or anything. I, f- I felt fine. Just a bit restless. Just sort of a little bit, little bit, little bit restless. Little bit. Yeah. Scr- disturbing your sleep. Well, I'm sort of in two minds because I went to bed really early for me. So I was like, should I just get up and watch a film or something? And I was like, no, I should just try and sleep. So I did. But um, I haven't actually watched many films lately. Uh. Um, which sucks. And I think that's mainly down to Elise. Because I like watching films with her. Right. And uh, she's just never in the mood to watch a film. <laughs> and it's really right. annoying. I'm like, oh, let's watch this. <laughs> nah, I don't want to. What's the... <laughs> What was the last yeah. film you guys watched? Um, 
Jeez, now you're asking. It well, didn't was... you mention you watched it because you watched all the Bond movies with her, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, I did. That was the last big kind of movie watching thing we did. Right. I feel like we watched. I don't know. It's probably something stupid like Escape Plan, that Arnie and Stallone <laughs> film, <laughs> where Stallone plays a prison like break yeah, security well, expert guy. Is this why she's never in the mood though? Because she loves that. <laughs> she loves those sort of films. That's the funny right. thing because you would think that would. Uh, That's how you, you know, could tempt her out. Is you could be like, yeah. "Oh, I've got Escape Plan on the go." So, <laughs> like, if there's ever like a bad sort of, I know. I've just remembered what the last film we watched was Under Siege. <laughs> so there you go that's the quality of film you're uh, contending with mate oh that's tough to beat she enjoyed it she really enjoyed it well who doesn't who bloody exactly. doesn't would yeah. be my question Under Siege is an absolute cracker well it's mental it's mad but it's yeah you know. what, what is Tommy Lee Jones doing <laughs> he needed a new kitchen I think <laughs> I mean he's great but yeah it's not yeah. his um, typical role is it no, no Steven Seagal villain no, it's yeah, it's quite quite bizarre. In fact, I, I tell you what, I, have you seen Once Upon a Time in Hollywood yet? Yeah. What uh, did you make of that then? I liked it. I, I kind of like um, this new sort of Tarantino thing of changing history. Yeah, he did, well, like he's he been did in Glorious Bastards. Yeah, Inglorious, mm. and then Django, and now this. He's he's, yeah. he's doing it all the all the blimmin' while. Yeah. Mm. No, and I, I, I yeah. like it. It's um. It's fun, isn't it? It's it, it it kind of it probably is a little bit too long, but I rewatched it the other day because it's on like Netflix, and I just sort of it's a very good movie to kind of chill out to and just sort of like just lounge. It's a, it's kind of an, a pleasant like atmosphere to be in, you know, just kind of driving around in cars, listening to specifically music in the, the 60s. end bit, yeah. Oh, definitely, yeah. That's the yeah, chill, yeah, yeah. It was really <laughs> chill bit. Yeah, that's the most. That's the most fun of all. <laughs> yeah, that bit was actually it, it's pretty. It's too much, really. It's it's, yeah. it's insane. But, um, <laughs> yeah, no, but it's, it's good. It's probably my favourite one of his. He's done for ages, actually. Like mm. probably this this side of Kill Bill, probably my favourite of his. Well, do I you do um, quite like uh, Hateful Eight? Do you, I do as well, actually. That that film, weirdly, a lot of people don't like it, and I don't really know why. What Hateful Eight? Yeah, because I really I really enjoyed it. I liked the. Yeah. You know, once it really gets going, I was like, I'm yeah. into this. Yeah, 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 mm. yeah. And it's a, it's just really, really tense, which yeah. is, you know, he's yeah. good at doing that. And Wal- Walton Goggins, I mean, uh, anything I, Goggins I like is him. in, I'm, <laughs> anything, I'm there. Anything, it's great, yeah. It's, yeah, he is He is a good, I like. he's got mad eyes. He's brilliant, he? he's brilliant, yeah. yeah, that's why I like him. He's got um, he a look. In like, was, it, was he in like Terminator or Predators or something like that? He was in some dodgy action thing. Was he? I don't know. I can't remember. The first uh, the first time I remember being aware of him, I think, was The Shield. Is he in that? Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Now, there's a show that passed me by. Me too. I watched the first episode, and um, I thought, oh, it'll always be on Netflix. This is when I thought that everything stayed on Netflix forever, mm. and, it, and it didn't. <laughs> and I was like, where is no. it? Yeah. Where are you going? What? I remember when bloody Twin Peaks was on Netflix, right, at the yeah. beginning of when Netflix was a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Felt like Good I got stuff. a real raw deal when uh, they started removing things. Yeah, like, I can't yeah. believe it. It is, it is rough, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. And what else was was recent? Because did they take Friends off of Netflix or put it on? I can't remember. Put it on. It's on there. Fair enough. Have you not anyway, seen Friends? <laughs> let's talk bloody um, video games because. Well, first, can I uh, can I confirm that James Cromwell is indeed Captain Stacy in Spider-Man Three, as I suspected. 
So oh, father to nice. Bryce Dallas Howard's character. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. that's so, right. Uh, yeah, he's still go. alive, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's still kicking about. He's um in succession at the moment as uh, Logan Roy's brother, Brian Cox's oh. brother. Oh, nice. nice. So uh, watch that show if you haven't, everyone, because it's brilliant. Shout out to uh, the film Raw Deal as well, Schwarzenegger. Because <laughs> yes. I think you you said Raw Deal a moment ago and it triggered my uh, memories of Raw well, Deal. Well, it, it's a masterpiece, isn't it? It's yeah. got the best <laughs> yeah. Arnie line of all time in it. You oh, should yeah. not drink and bake. Yeah. <laughs> Sound advice and a brilliant line. Yeah, but what about it's not a tumour? <laughs> no, it's not as good as you should not drink and bake. Come on. All right, fair enough. Fair enough. Right, have a little jingle. I like a fat cat. I like a fat cat. Is it fat? Is it cat? Chonky cat. I like a fat cat. I like a fat cat. Is it fat? Is it cat? Chonky cat. The bigger the better. This week you were playing F1 2021. Yeah. It, rhyme. it rhymes, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Can't say that for many games, can you? No. Are there any rhyming video game titles out there? There must be. F1 2021. I mean, it's repetition, but, you know, some mm. say repetition is the perfect rhyme. I don't yeah. know. I uh, mean, Red uh, Dead Redemption is kind of, it's not a rhyme, but it's nicely alliterative. Yeah, sort of circular, isn't it? Mm. Mm. Yeah. Like Bob Balaban, Red Dead Redemption. Bob Balaban, yeah. Mm. That's very nice, good. Feels nice and circular. Uh, much like the wheel of an F1 car. Um, Ooh, F1 <laughs> bringing us back round. Mm. Um, much like the circuit of an F1 track. Yeah. So this is uh, it's been they've been bought by EA. They be Code Masters. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So obviously the F1 fanatics out there uh, are going to be concerned. Maybe they be excited. Maybe they be worried. Who bloody knows. Um, Short answer, is it, is it good? Uh, is it the same as ever? Is it more it's, the same as ever? More the, more the same than ever? Yeah, it, well, it's... Uh, I've reviewed eight of these now, including this one, and mm. have been ten, I think. Right, right. So I've reviewed all but two, and most of the w- recent ones have been really good. So it's difficult to kind of know what to say when I write these <laughs> yeah, things yeah. every year. Yeah, um, yeah. Well, so that is interesting in itself, because I think it's about, like, when you're into something, especially F1, where it's so, you know, granular and mm-hmm. it's all about tinkering and things, it's yeah. like, it's almost like the series becomes like the car. It's like, you know, they're not going to dramatically reinvent it every year. So yeah. it's all of a sudden the small differences, I think, for the for the dedicated F1-er, become quite big differences, I suppose. Well, but the big thing this time is a story mode, right? Well, exactly, yeah. So that's the, that's the big kind of banner headline edition. Mm. A story mode called Breaking Point. B-R-A-K. Very nice. Point, very, yeah. very, yeah. Pun, very nice. Excellent, yeah. Um, and it's it's actually quite good. Um, I enjoyed it. The cutscenes are really well done. They're all mo-capped and, you know, they look really nice. Huh. Um, I will say that I played on Xbox Series X and PS5 and on both consoles. They had some trouble kind of with the cutscenes. Both kind of caused them to chug a bit, weirdly. <laughs> right, okay. And a, a bit of screen tearing and slowdown. Oh, when no. The cutscenes would come on. And, like, my Series X would start, like, going mad with the fan. <laughs> really Did it loud. Go, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what? <laughs> so <they> go, <laughs> yeah, but, uh, basically, yeah, yeah, basically, yeah. But apart from that, 
Um, apart from, you know, always being on edge, expecting my console to explode or show itself yeah. down. Um, yeah. Yeah, good. Enjoyable. It's kind of... Um, you play Is it as, as good mm, as go the story mode in Tocker Race Driver 2, which I think was the first Tocker to have a story? Because like, th- those, um, those cutscenes were... Sexy. I had Tocker Tocker Two on PSP, and they had CGI cutscenes, and I thought the CGI cutscenes were great because, well, yeah. partly because it was on PSP, and I was like, "Fuck this! This the graphics are just so good." <laughs> um, but like, it's funny, isn't it? Like, is the story actually good? Then g- 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 give give me the lowdown on the F one twenty twenty one story. I mean, it's <laughs> decent. Right. It's not amazing. It's not gonna. I don't know if it's gonna win any awards or anything. Is it as good but, as LA Confidential story? Oh, it's way better. No. Oh, okay. All right. No. Well, then I am listening. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's fine. It's it's sort of um, you know, your usual young rookie trying to make a name for himself. Um, ends up kind of clashing with his teammate, who's a veteran guy right. who kind of resents him. Yeah. Resents his young competitor. Do you know? What, do you know what would have been better? A sort of sliced alone. Have you seen the movie Driven? I haven't, no. Oh, I remember, mate. I remember he, the trailers for it, and I remember oh, the reviews were just God. universally appalling. He throws a, uh, I, 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 well, it's a dime out of the out out of his car while he's moving, while he's pelting it around this F one track. He's in an F one car. He's yeah. going around the track, and he throws a, a dime out onto the thing, out onto the tarmac. The next lap round. He, like, in order to demonstrate how precise his racing line is, he, like, perfectly gets the dime on the outside, like, just on the very edge of his wheel, and the dime becomes, like, embedded into the rubber of his wheel, and the guy in the little control booth's like, he can stop on a dime. Like, because that's how <laughs> that's how good he is. So it's like, but like now, if you'd have said that to me, this is an mm. instant fucking buy. Uh, this is me rushing <laughs> really out to sorry. the shops, going. But I'm hearing it's about a, a you know a rookie and a. It sounds all right, but it yeah. doesn't. I mean, I'm not you know. I'm sorry. There's no literal sort of translations of <laughs> turns of phrase in this <laughs> turns one. Turns of phrase. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, can't, he can't literally stop on a dime because that's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> no, and they haven't got sliced alone. But if they no. did, then it would be a must buy. Well, but anyway, yeah, that's so something for on. Codemasters to consider for next year. Yeah, get him in. Yeah, it's like you've you've done the story, and we love the story. Mm-hmm. What else you got? And the answer yeah. is, can you get sliced alone? Because exactly. now it's been published by EA, and EA have a you know a pretty penny they or two money. in the bank, don't they? They got money, and they're going to make yeah. some money off you know people buying premium podium passes for this. I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And coins. Yes, yes. Maybe they can get Michael Sheen to be a sort of villainous racer. Whoa, 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 whoa. 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 Michael Sheen, he's going to be too busy doing Grinch Quan now. Oh, right, yeah. Can you... This time next year, of course. Hands off my actor. (laughs) (laughs) All right. The race to be number Quan. (laughs) (laughs) He's mine. He's going nowhere. All right, leave Sheen alone. But yeah. yeah, anyway, anyway. So it's all it's all right. This story, you you were pleasantly yeah. entertained. I was, I was. I saw it through to the end, and I was like, "That was all right." That you know? what sort of y- young rookie hopeful and yeah. also old Dutch veteran yeah. racer fella, and then uh, and shitty a little shitty little fella villain Devin Butler. He's back from. <laughs> I, know, I think he was in F one twenty nineteen or something. He's back. Oh right, and he's okay. a knob, and you know he's in the the park fur mail the paddock or whatever. <laughs> Giving it all that, you know, trying to, 
you know, yeah. uh, create divisions between the team. Yeah, yeah. Um, is, is, does he sort of sneak into the paddock and then just jam a fucking screwdriver into no, your, into like your brake pad? Imagine it's if not, it did It's not that. like Hitman. Oh, man. Can you imagine if F1 went a little bit mental and they sort of did a campaign where it's just like a load of really Sabotage. Hollywood stuff? Oh, man, I'd love that. And they were like, yeah, you've got to do this race, but there's a screwdriver hanging out your brake axle or whatever so you got you can't call you can't turn left very well now that the season would be has had some twists though without without screwdrivers being jammed yeah? into into things yeah well, there's well, been like, <laughs> like max verstappen one time i can't remember which race it was this season but he was near the end five laps from winning and his one of his back tires just blew oh my god yeah ruined his whole race was so you know, right? yeah they're fine yeah yeah oh, fine. Right, 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 yeah and there's right. been nasty crashes and stuff like um I think Lance Stroll had one, and well, yeah. and, and, and do you get nasty crashes in this new story mode? Um, well, I don't want to spoil it. Oh, but okay. yeah. I'll take that as a yes. <laughs> yeah, basically, excellent. There are oh, things happen, obviously, and you you know you've got to triumph over adversity, and yeah, yeah. It's I, I liked it. I liked it, and right, um, right, right, you know, there's other right. features as well the, uh... that make this worthwhile. Oh yeah, go on. What were you going to ask? Well, I was just like just the the core action, I guess, would be the first. I mean, it's funny, you know, you've been you've been reviewing every Blimmin' F one for eight years, so you're kind of an expert on just the ebb and flow of just is the core racing intact. And well, what I love about Cody's doing F one, they mm. they just basically don't leave any stone unturned with options and features, so you can totally tailor everything to how you want it. You know, huh. if you want yeah. the full blooded sim experience for seventy eight laps, whatever it is that they do, <laughs> um, you know, the full grid, and you have to qualify yeah. and practice, and yeah. you know, manage your tires <laughs> and your fuel and everything. Oh, you yeah, can have yeah. that manual gearbox, you know, clutch control on the starting grid. Oh shit! All that yeah. stuff's catered for. But then again, if like me, you want something a bit easier. Yeah. You don't have to do all those things, and maybe they let you off with some of the rules, like you can cut the odd corner and you just get a little warning, like don't keep doing this, or you're gonna you're gonna be penalised. Cut the odd corner, hit the odd yeah. copper, yeah, yeah, exactly. You can you can sort of you know bump off a car, and you might you know they might be lenient, and you can you can turn the AI challenge right down if you really can't be bothered. Uh... Um, yeah, that's all in there as well. You, it's as hard or as easy as you want it to be. As you bloody like. So yeah. it caters to all levels, and I, I really like that. Because oh, it could it, just be it like, no, good. this is a sim. Yeah. <laughs> like it or lump it. <laughs> like it or lump it. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> a lot no. like, um, uh, what was it called? Dirt Rally 2.0 now. There's yeah. an unforgiving game. I mean, exactly. I, I, I quite like I like that game, but... Mm. Um, mm-hmm. Reviewed it, in fact, a year or so ago. But uh, yeah, but it was really brutal, wasn't it? It was like if you if you fuck up right at the end, you've got to do this whole thing again. Yeah. Like, well, I think that's to... that's why I always like a flashback. I mean, it might seem like a cop out for some purists, mm. but in F one, where you know someone some car can bump you off and ruin your race, Christ, a little flashback yeah. to go back and correct it is great. Because imagine if you did do the full 78 laps or whatever and you're coming to the end and you know something happens you'd just scream it I actually can't imagine the frustration of that yeah I, I yeah if anyone listening to this does that uh, email in because I imagine yeah, the, the, the payoff is like incredible like if you've just done a 78 lap thing and you and you 
you know, whatever you're doing, peeing into a bottle or you pop a load of Pro Plus and you're not oh, going to go to I bed should, that I should, um, I should mention there are mid-session saves. So oh. You can save mid-session. <laughs> you don't have to do right. them all. No, but I bet there are go. maniacs who don't use them, though. Maybe, yeah. I, bet I mean, if you want the fulsome do... experience and you've got the whole, you know, bucket chair rigged up with a steering wheel and wraparound monitors, <laughs> <laughs> then, yeah, maybe, yeah. You, you know... Maybe you yeah, can put yeah. the, the flame retardant suit on and the helmet oh, and everything. Get, in, get into the bloody mood of it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Maybe you, you've even got a dime that you like to chuck out yeah. to the left of you, even though yeah. it's just in, in, in the living room. And, well, but again, you like to imagine that you've ran over the dime. Again, this is a feature that Codemasters might want to consider, like the, yes. the ability to throw a dime yes. on the track. Get some VR on it, put it on PSVR, <laughs> and then you can go... And here's the button to chuck a dime out. And if you can stop on that dime, yeah. you'll unlock a trophy that says, you know, driven or what do you know, think? Ve- very sly. They could say it was very sly. That's good. Yeah. Do you um do you think a single dime throw, or do you think you should be able to just chuck dimes all over the place? Just dimes willy nilly and you try and drive. <laughs> Yeah. Just yeah. Well, because you could use the dimes to sabotage your opponents, just chucking mm. a load of dimes. Flick a load of dimes you. in their face. Pretty yeah. sure it's illegal, but I like it. Yeah, I think it probably is illegal. Mm. Yeah, but um. And I tell you what else, here's a bloody idea, idea for you, right? Mm. They're doing a, they're doing this story mode, this campaign, right? Yeah. Imagine a sort of like undead nightmare, stroke Alan Wake's American nightmare, and it's mm. and it's and what EA do is like six months down the line, it costs you tenner, and it's a little standalone thing, but it's it's the apocalypse has happened, and for some reason a load of F1 drivers avoided the catastrophe, and so now they're just <laughs> racing through the sort of decayed ruins of Earth. It's kind of like a death race scenario, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, I suppose I'm sort of describing Mad Max, basically. Yeah, that's uh, what I, th- I figured. But That's with where an F- I thought it was going. All right. Mad Mansell. With and they ra- get ramshackle <laughs> kind of cars. They're all being <laughs> yeah. cobbled together with bits. <laughs> they get Mansell's old Marlboro, the MP44. Um, no, but it's surely all... the Williams with the camel camel liveries all over them. Oh, I like the Marlboro one with the red no. and white and the arrow. That's no, classic. Mate. Oh, speaking no. of which, they're not in the new one, are they? No, that's, yeah, no more classic cars for this one. See, that, got some that does classic, annoy me. Um, they've got some classic racers that you can use in, like, my team. But, pfft, yeah, but know, you don't bloody see them car, when you're no. out on the no, yeah. unless the it's Mansell and you can see the mustache. Well, you can see him on the podium, I suppose. But <clears throat> do yeah. they have Mansell? No, they've got Senna, Prost, Schumacher, um, I think Felipe Massa, and a couple of others. Um, Button. Massa's almost Mansell, but not quite. Not quite, yeah. No Mansell, Sounds a bit mate. Like Mansell. Madness. I mean, what, yeah. what are they thinking? See, that's, yeah, that annoys me. Well, it was one of the things I loved is that classic stuff, driving those cars. Yeah. But, um, yeah. <laughs> do you know, it's something they could add post-launch, I imagine. And knowing EA, they'll, uh, you know, be holding that back as uh, Yeah, do expansion. you think... I was going to ask you about this. Yeah, do you, so you, you... I suppose, yeah, a little bit cynical, but... And, you, look, yeah. you know, may, maybe this won't happen. We don't know, but do you, could you just foresee that in, uh, you know, two or three months? It's like, oh, you know, yeah. there's a, an F1 season thing, and actually we have got Mansell, and we have got... Do you know what, Pross, so we've got all sorts of stuff. I'm, I'm, I'm a sucker, because I probably would buy that stuff, because I love the game. I think it's really good. The handling's great, and it's really fun. Mm. So, yeah, if they did add that stuff, I'd, I'd probably get it. But, um, I mean, you do get, like, a free podium pass thing. Oh, and you yeah. can unlock content by completing challenges. So, you know, there are, you don't have to spend extra money on this. Huh. It's just yeah, yeah. it's just cosmetic yeah, it's not like, junk yeah. that you don't really need. 
Yeah. And if they do add extra stuff, it would literally be that. It would be extra stuff. Like, you don't get yeah. the feeling necessarily maybe that they've, they've cut stuff out of it. No, no. Yeah. When I was uh, a teenager, mm-hmm. St- Street Fighter 4 on the Xbox 360, I spent silly money on the alternate costumes, and it was something Did like three, three pounds fifty a pop. But yeah. it was like... Ken with his original gi with the you know and mm-hmm. it was it was just glorious um but that was cynical because what was funny was you spent the money and it was the speed with which it unlocked that was so cynical because you could tell that the content was on the disc yeah you yeah. literally you press the buy like, button uh, and like it just half went a mag. Yeah. yeah it was mental it was like well that <laughs> was just on the disc you absolute yeah. criminals but yeah i did them though i think i got the old costume for every i think i just spent like another 30 quid just well, every character getting the old when Super Street Fighter 4 came out I played that a lot with friends of mine so I yeah. did spend a lot of money on add-ons as well I also got Super and then I bought Ultra I was just a sucker for Street Fighter mm. all round really that's a great that was, I think that was the last really great one for because I think 5's fine I but I don't think really it's like 5 it's funny you say that actually I I think 5 is probably better than 4 do you really? I do, but the thing is, is that because I think the V the V system is fucking incredible. I mean, I like the focus system as well. But what I would say is, Street Fighter Four really had a massive cultural moment. Yeah. Like, not massive as in your bloody mum's talking about it and she's like, "Oh, have you seen this thing on the BBC?" Massive, <laughs> but like you know, yeah. like sort of Red Dead or Grand Theft Auto might get, but massive in the way that like the people when you played Street Fighter Four in that kind of 360 era, mm-hmm. it was like, oh my God, Street Fighter's back, yeah. mixed with like, oh, and it's 3D, but don't worry because it's still 2D and they've got this amazing thing. Whereas I think when 5 came along, <clears throat> it was a bit like, well, we already know uh, how this works and we already know that it works really, really well. Yeah. Um, and actually it's, it's iterative. But but I think if you just swapped the games round, then we would be saying the same thing about about five. We would just think maybe that five was the because I, I think it had more of a, a bit of cultural cash. But I also think the V system is just fascinating. Like having the idea of that game's defining mechanic be specific to each character rather than an overall mechanic, I thought was yeah. kind of inspired. I suppose. Um, I, I think the thing as well was, was I, I put a lot more hours into Street Fighter Four. I learned like the EX cancel and all those little things. And, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, really got into it. Yeah, I was it. I was thinking recently about getting. Um, <clears throat> uh, is it like Super Street Fighter Five or Ultimate Street Fighter Five or something? Oh no, the Street Fighter Five Champion Edition, which is everything. Champion. Yeah. yeah, you see, that's kind of what I want because I, I I own Street Fighter Five, so I guess I could just sort of upgrade it or something. Yeah, I think the upgrade's actually quite expensive because I've been eyeing that up. But I'm like, do I play it enough? You actually told I me. I think no. you you sent me a link to it ages ago on like yeah. Shop Two or something, and I think I just bought it then. For oh, like, did you? I think it was like twenty. Yeah, you just said. Uh, yeah, I think you texted me and you were like, "This is a really good deal. You see, should get that." This is this is what bugs me. I'm looking at it now. On the PlayStation Store, Street Fighter Five Champion Edition, the full game with everything, mm. is twenty five quid. Right. The upgrade is twenty, so I'm paying five pound extra. I can get the full game, and because I've already got the full game, the upgrade kit feels like a, a rip off to me. Huh. You know what yeah. I mean? It doesn't feel yeah. like it's good value, <clears throat> so um, I'm never going to buy that. Yeah. yeah. What? So have you just got base? Uh, I've got the base was, game. Like I, a... I bought a couple of seasons as well, so I've got like season one and two, 
and then I gave up after that. Do they do an arcade edition as well? I think there was a stopgap edition. Yeah. Yeah. I think there was. I I think they offered that free, didn't they? I think they did, yeah. Mm. But I do think it is better than four. I really do. Fair enough. Yeah, I've got to replay that. Anyway, that's a tangent. That's a massive tangent. How do you get from F1 to Street Fighter? (laughs) DLC. Through, oh, yeah. through the through the root, root of DLC, yeah. but anyway, F one twenty twenty one, it's good stuff. It's um, really good, really good. Honestly, even if you're just a casual racing game fan, there's a lot to like in this. Just the wealth mm. of options and modes and stuff. I mean, it's it's brilliant, really mm. good. Even the mm. lack of classic cars can't can't kind of uh, ruin the party. Um, highly recommend. But Rich does have to say, uh, with all seriousness and with a grave face, mm. that Nigel Mansell. Is not in the game as I'm of sorry. this moment. I can only apologise. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, everyone. The classic Ooh. Cornish pasty. Cornish. Ooh. A proper from Cornwall. Proper full, 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 full of goodness. Come over there. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. Mm. <laughs> within Cornwall. Right. Although I find bits of crust. Yeah, yeah. There is a lot of crust. Discard the crust. Oh. News. Sticking with the racing news, a little bit of Gran Turismo 7 uh, rumour, hubbub. Yeah. Yeah. A little bit bit of intrigue going on. So, Gran Turismo 7 beta test spotted. I I like to say beta. I I prefer beta. Beta sounds a bit too American. The next thing you say in data... And that's just oh no no no. no. Although it's that. funny actually because if if you'd have told like a visiting extraterrestrial if you if you asked someone who says data and who says data they would probably guess that the British would say data. What because it Cause sounds it, posh. Sound, it sound, sounds vaguely more posh. Yeah, <laughs> right, right. Okay. It's like saying like plastic or Pakistan. You know, right, it's like just wrong. that. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Gran Turismo 7 Beta, Beta, let's call the whole thing off, uh, mm-hmm. spotted on the PlayStation website. First spotted by GT Planet. Uh, the Beta was mentioned as part of a special experience uh, PlayStation section of the website. And it allows uh, those people that have signed up to it exclusive access to PlayStation-related uh, live promotions and experiences. According to them, when logging in, a new campaign entitled Italia Quest includes four quests with a Gran Turismo beta and then in, in brackets test quest as one of the four in the campaign. While the promotion seems to be aimed at Italian fans, it's apparently accessible regardless of region. Uh, the quest itself requires players to watch the original trailer to unlock a code to the beta, but okay. at the time of writing, it appears to just offer up a standard dummy code to everyone who attempts to access mm. it. Um, it's thought that this code might be a placeholder, and this scheme isn't meant to be accessible just yet. But <laughs> right. there's an intriguing thing. Mm. Um, That'd be something nice to talk about, wouldn't it? Yeah. If we could have a little go on GT7. And a, li- uh, a little noodle about on GT7, the beta. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I'm quite. I do you know? I read this, and it was one of those things where uh, it just kind of generally sort of woke me up a little bit, and I suddenly thought to myself, "Ah, oh, fuck yeah, I'm actually like really up for Gran Turismo." Well, I'm really up for Gran Turismo full stop because I didn't play Gran Turismo Sport, and a friend of mine said that Gran Turismo Sport was quietly just really fun. And yeah. like doesn't doesn't really get talked about that much, but it was just actually just really good. And I was like, do, bloody hell! Do you know what? Yeah. I'm gonna go gonna go get sport probably just to g myself up a bit. Well, that's one I feel like didn't get talked about purely because it wasn't a numbered iteration, which I think's a bit uh, silly, really, because yeah. it is a good game. It, yeah, 
yeah, you liked it as well. But maybe that maybe that friend was you. Actually, I can't remember. <laughs> you you might have told me to play sport. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I think it was. Um, but yeah, no, it's, it is good stuff. Uh, Lost. Oh, here's one for you, man. Mm. <laughs> Scary stuff. Lost Judgment. Uh, Rumoured yeah. to be ending the series due to a disagreement uh, with with the star's talent agency. This, this sounds a little bit silly. It's silliness. Yeah, it is silliness. Really silly. I mean, and the reason for it, which I'll get to in just a moment, is it made me laugh. It really made me laugh out loud when I read it. Um, so anyway, I'll, but I'll go through it. So it's, it's been, it's been rumoured that the upcoming Lost Judgment, a sequel to Judgment, uh, which Rich liked very much, I liked, but did, did I want to go back to, but I did it's like brilliant. it. It's brilliant. It's uh, brilliant. Will be the final entry. Those chase sequences weren't brilliant, though. Chill out on them. No, all right. Uh, the, yeah, the, the tracking uh, pursuit bits, yeah. Not so yeah. good. Uh, it's going to be apparently the, this this rumor is that it's going to be the final entry uh, in the Judgment uh, series uh, due to a disagreement uh, between Sega or Sega, uh, as I like to no. say, uh, and <laughs> and the and the talent agency representing the actor who plays the series star Takeyuki Yagami. So, as reported by Kotaku, uh, Japanese celebrity publication Nikan Taishu has word from an industry insider claiming that a disagreement has come up between, quote, those on the side of the developer, uh, which we believe to be referring to Sega and Ryo Gagotoku Studio, and, quote, those on the side of Johnny's, uh, <coughs> which I don't know why they've said Johnny, uh, but presumably... That's the name uh, of the talent agency, Johnny. Ah, uh, it's Johnny because it's, it's Takuya Takuya Kimura who plays yeah. Yagami. Mm-hmm. And according to the insider, the argument pertains to quote an agreement regarding platforms. It's currently the Lost Judgment and uh, Judgment is out for bloody well everything. Um, but as per these reports, uh, Johnny's Johnny and Associates have a problem with it being on PC because they're worried that because of the modding community, it might cause harm to Takuya Kimura's image. You know, if people could put, like, silly mods or something, it's like they're selling his likeness and his presence, but they're worried that that if it's on PC, it could get modded and and make him look bad, which is Um, kind of interesting. Well, neither of the... uh, Judgment isn't on PC, and Lost Judgment isn't coming to PC... So why is this being made into an issue in the first place? I don't know. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm assuming Sega want it on PC. Yeah, like, like Se- no. Sega are apparently quite keen to see both Judgment and Lost Judgment on PC. Mm-hmm. Um, having, they recently completed releasing all the main Yakuza games on PC with the uh, Yakuza Remastered collection. Um, yeah. So it appears that... Now, and they, of course they want to do that because there's a you know big market on PC and they want to do it for Judgment. But apparently the, the, the two companies now are something of a stalemate. Um, so Nikan Taishu to- say... Is there no way to kind of block modding? I don't really think so. No, uh, I think where and I think it. Someone I mean, would find know. a way around. Someone it. would find a way. It'd be like when Sony used to try and stop people hacking the PSP. What you've done now as well with this, even if it's a rumor, mm. if it ever comes to PC now, first thing you're going to get is <laughs> modders going straight for that. <laughs> well, it sounds like. That, well, the rumor itself is that this is that the whole series is going to be over with uh, Lost Judgment. Um, mm. But Nick and Taishu have said that Sega, you know, will draw a line under the spin-off series following the launch of Lost Judgment. So you it's may only be getting two games. What, but, I mean, on the other hand, because you know you well, have got two bloody good games, don't you? 
You have, but... Well, I don't know about lost judgment. It might be rubbish. It looks knows, great. I mean, I don't see how it can't it? be brilliant. But, um... Yeah. Well, Aliens, yeah, the... Colonial Marines look really good, but... Well, that's true. All right. <laughs> <laughs> the difference Sorry, being... just, a, just a harsh reminder there yeah. of let's all never just assume. The but anyway, being that wasn't a sequel, so... But know. it was Seeger. It was Seeger. Oh, God. <laughs> um... No, the, no, the, the on, sad thing about this, if it's true, is that mm. um, Ryugo Gotoku had kind of announced the Judgment Games to be the kind of old Yakuza's, basically now, the, the action oh, right, counterpart yeah, like, to the you turn-based know, stuff. Sure, so I was like, that's yeah. great, you know, can have my cake mm. and eat it. I get the best of both worlds, but mm. now, if they're, if they've been in that, it's like, oh... Really? Yeah, yeah. No, I hear you, man. I yeah, it's true. And you can bet it's as well true. that Lost Judgment won't wrap things up necessarily because I imagine development's probably pretty much finished on that game because it's out ne- oh, God, like yeah. September. It's like September, isn't it? Yeah. So oh, without giving what? anything away because I yeah. haven't fully played it, and you're mm. pretty good with spoilers. You you don't spoil anything. No. But um, did the did Judgment end on a an open note, a cliffhanger, or any sort of? I don't remember it. Uh, ending that way, I'm pretty sure it wrapped up quite satisfyingly. Okay, well, as as though they may not have been sure that there would have been a definite series. Yeah. So they sort of thought, oh, well, we'll end it, you know, we'll end I it nicely so. enough. Yeah, okay. it, it felt All nice right. and neat and conclusive as, as far as I can recall. Uh, fair enough. Fair but, um, you know, with a view to possible sequels. A kill. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah. maybe, I don't know, maybe Lost Judgment will wrap up in a nice, neat way. But Okay. If it doesn't, it's going to be even more disappointing. If again, if this is true, I mean, n- none of this has been confirmed, has it? It's reports and it's hearsay. Reports right? of people from inside the industry. Yeah, I yeah. mean, who who knows? They, they may come to some sort of agreement. Um, I hope so. You know, it's it seems a, it seems a bit daft. I've got to say, um, if I was an actor and I had my likeness in the game, I'd be like, yeah, I don't, re- I don't care. <laughs> Do what you want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, it, it's weird. If if it's again, if it's true. If, if it's, it's true, true. we it shall see. Uh, in the meantime, uh, this this <laughs> one's great. I actually love this one. Um, uh, Death Stranding director's cut director doesn't like the name director's cut. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I see where he's coming from. What, why didn't you do. ever say in its title then? I do. It is quite funny. Okay, so so Hideo Kojima, Social Strand. Uh, mm-hmm. has confessed that he's not actually a fan. Hold on. Is he a social strand? I think it's fair to say he is. Yeah, okay. I think I think he <laughs> I think he is a social strand, a full-time social strand. Right. Um uh actually recent photo from uh, Kojima's office by the way. I was a mm. fan of this. He did a little snap for his uh Instagram or whatever uh or Twitter possibly, who knows. Um and uh, it was of his desk. He's got a Lego Aston Martin DB5 on there. You know you could buy one of those, Josh. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but that's... I mean, I, I, yeah, I'm just saying. It's nice to... I mean, imagine, you know, if the rumour mill went fucking mental on that. Mm. You know, is Kojima working with IO Interactive on the oh, new Bond game? Imagine. Can you imagine that? Would that would be amazing. That well, would be incredible. It? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, we, we, we already know he loves it. Because, like, yeah. in Snake Eater, they had, like, long codec conversations because, like, Major Zero had just seen from Russia with Love. And lest we forget, you could also unlock a, a Bond-style tux in yes. Metal Gear Solid. Yes, yeah. definitely. I had, that. And, I had that tux. And it hinges... Uh, it's, uh, it's later 
you know, without giving anything away in the plot, it does hinge on the retrieval of a microfilm. So, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Anyway, sorry, sorry, everyone. We'll get back to it. Um, yeah, he doesn't like... So, basically, uh, Kojima tweeted out. He said, quote, A director's cut in a movie is an additional edit uh, to a shortened version that was either released reluctantly because the director did not have the right to edit it, uh, or because the running time had been shortened. Uh, in the game... Uh, it's not what was cut, but what was additionally produced that was included. Um, yeah. And so, then, and then he and then he suggests directors plus, and then he says, "So, in my opinion, I don't like to call it directors cut. It'll be a it'll be a, a publishing decision because it's more easily marketable if you call it that." Than, I mean, I remember they did actually do uh, Portable Ops Plus. Yeah. Was uh, was the second Portable Ops, which added quite a lot of content. Um, yeah. So, but and we and there are it, the stuff that we have seen so far. Uh, it 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 yeah. It I I mean I didn't think for a moment that I thought it was clearly just a silly name because that's what they call it in movies. And in actual fact, I don't think anything was cut out of Death Stranding. But you know. Um, yeah. I I, and, I still don't understand why he didn't have a say in what it was called then. Like it's it's his thing. No, can he not? Oh, I say, think I the want publisher probably not. I mean, <clears throat> without combing through what I'm sure is is a is a fucking coffee table sized contract, I'm sure that the publisher will have like final cut on a number of things if they want to call it something that they think is going to sell more cop. I mean, I agree with you. I think it's daft, but I'm sure mm. I'd, app- apparently not. Right? Otherwise, he probably would. Um, yeah, I, I suppose. But yeah, it includes fragile circuit racing minigames, 4K, 60 frames a second, a fidelity yeah. mode, HDR, all the rest of it. And what's his face from The Walking Dead got into a cardboard box. So what's not to love? Also, can I say the buddy bot? I'm all mm. for that. Absolutely. The little yeah. um, one that runs along going, eeeeee, carrying this stuff. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you love a buddy bot. You love Claptrap in uh, Borderlands, don't you? Yeah, he's brilliant. Yeah, he is good. He I, is I good. have no problems with it. It no. was Cullum who hated Claptrap. I'm indifferent. Yeah, well, br- and broadly speaking, you're just a huge fan of the social strand. So, Well, obviously. So who yeah. isn't? No, I agree. I am as well. I mean, have a word with yourself if you're yeah. not. I'm very sceptical of people Bloody social strands. Yeah, what's not to love? Anyway, uh, I'm, this this is big time, this one, possibly. Oh, yeah. It might be, might be shit, to be honest, but it could be brilliant, <laughs> mm. uh, and I'm going to hope that it is brilliant. Robocop Rogue City. Yeah. Uh, announced from uh, the it's from the same studio that did Terminator Resistance, which I have yet to play. I have it downloaded, and one of say. our one of our listeners was like, "Yeah, give that a bloody a bloody sh- a bloody play because it's not that bad at all. It's quite good." Mm. Um, so I am excited to play that. But it's Tayon. Um, Tayon just love the nineteen eighties. They're the ones that did that uh, Rambo game, if you remember. I did uh, in like yeah. two thousand and six. How was could it? I forget? No, it yeah. wasn't that long ago. It was like 2011 or something. Oh, was it? Or maybe even later than that. <laughs> That's funny. Anyway, it was th- this RoboCop Rogue City uh, was uh, revealed during the Nacon Connect event. Uh, there oh, aren't too, 2014. Too Sorry, uh, it was 2014, that Rambo game. Blimey, was it? Yeah. Um, it's funny enough, actually, because 2014 was also when they did the reboot of RoboCop, but... Um, this that that reboot obviously not not mentioned here. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, it's going to be an original story set in the universe of the first three movies in, in the trilogy. Uh, you, you'll play as Alex Murphy, aka RoboCop, uh, and you have to protect the people uh, of Detroit. So mm-hmm. that's uh, you know 
potentially really exciting. I'd love it if it was like an open world and you could just sort of drive around and batter people. Yeah. That would that would be bloody good. Do you think it would just be a first-person shooter because of their history? Was Rambo I, a first-person shooter? It was, but it was on rails. Oh, God. If right. you can believe that. Yeah. Okay. Because Terminator was a first-person. Maybe first-person would be cool for... A, oh, it would be quite cool because he's got the robo-vision, and not he, where he sort of targets everything and he, all the, you know, the mm. words come up on the screen. It could be quite what, cool. What, um, you think sort of um, Deadeye? Yeah, Red Dead Redemption. Definitely, you could trigger like special robo targeting mm. modes. I'll be all yeah. up for that. That'd be um, good. And it could display like his directives at the top, like do not yeah. kill OmniCorp employees or whatever. That would be cool. Um, yes. Oh, th- I, this is funny because I put this at the bottom of the of the news thing or near the bottom, um, but it's actually obviously probably just the biggest story there is. But it's hilarious because it happened on Wednesday, just as we'd finished recording. There's a new Classic. Nintendo Switch out. Oh, the well, OLED. It's not, it's not out, but it's coming out, and it's uh, mm. it's an OLED, which, I, I mean, I breathed a sigh of relief, because I was, I was sort of thinking to myself... Oh, oh no, I'm going to have to buy a Switch. Yeah, Another yeah, Switch. yeah, yes, definitely, it's spot on. I was like, oh, fuck, they're going to make me shell out. And actually, I'm all right, because it doesn't, it doesn't really... I'm sort of partly baffled that the main thing with the upgrade is the OLED screen, or at least that's the sort of standout, wow, that's a bit, you know, that's a real it, step step up, right? It's an but, OLED screen and a wider charge dock thing or something. Is that is that uh, it? It is, it is slightly... Uh, there are other little things, like it's got 64 gig of storage instead of 32. It's got... Uh, it, the dock now has a LAN port. There's lots of little has things. Has a what? A LAN uh, port? A LAN oh. port, yeah. I thought you said a LAN pool. I was like, what's that? Po- it's got a LAN pool, <laughs> a little mini lamp post on it or something. Um, yeah. But the biggest thing is the screen. That's the that's your sort mm. of your big feature that you tell people, isn't it? Sort of baffling that it's not a switch light. Like the biggest feature is a thing that people are going to experience a half the time. Yeah. Like, well, if you're just playing it docked, it's like, well, yeah, it's got an OLED, and and if if your response to that is, yeah, but I play in handheld all the time. Fair enough. Why not do a switch light with an OLED? Um, I suppose because the standard switch is both, right? It's, yeah, it's handheld like, and the, yeah, it's like best 100%. of both worlds. Yeah. That's why well, I would it, always prefer a, a standard switch. Over you, you, a light. you say the best of both worlds. I say just half the fun. It's it's like you've got a thing, and you're going to yourself. Yeah, I'll see that thing half the time. <laughs> what do you mean? Like, you've got well, the option to do both. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you have the option, but like, it's not diluting it. anything. It's diluting it because I don't have a light with an OLED, and a light would be much more benefited by an OLED. <laughs> I see like, now. It, do you know? Do you know what it's I mean? About it, it's you. Like, no, it's about if you got, if your response is I love the OLED, and so I'm always going to play in handheld. That's really annoying because you've got a machine that you're always going to play in handheld. That's the machine that does both. Right. I, to I, me, I that seems. Of, I kind of see where you're coming it's, from. It just seems weird. It's like we're going to do the thing so that the big feature is good. 50% of the time but if we did that big feature on the other model you know the model that's fucking selling really well then that feature would be used 100% of the time it's like I don't know it just seemed weird to me maybe but we'll get a light with an OLED but shouldn't you I be don't... relieved you you don't want that you've only just bought no, it's a light tr- it's true it's you, true. Don't, you don't want to have to, <laughs> in fact, know. actually, I've bought two. I, I bought the grey. I bought the grey one and the purple. Then, you silly I, boy! 
Why have you but, done that? No, because I told you about this ages ago. Because I sold the grey one because okay. a mate of mine wanted it, and so it was like a thirty quid. I I, I give him a little bit of cash off, and then I bought the the purpley blue one, and uh, you know, very happy with it. Very good, very bloody happy. I mean, anyway, uh, yeah, I can't. Way, I can't kind of uh, dispute that. That it's a beautiful colour. And it it's like lovely. the Game Boy Advance. So, yeah. Oh, it's glorious. It's mm. glorious. Mm-hmm. Um, this one's confusing. Hopefully you can help me make sense of what the fuck is going on. Mm-hmm. Um, Ubisoft is confirming Assassin's Creed Infinity. Yeah. Boy, here we go. So rather than a single game, because when I heard this, I thought, wow, that's a rubbish title. Where's that going to be set? The future? Who knows? Mm-hmm. Um, it's said to be positioned Assassin's Creed Infinity as a central online hub that mm-hmm. will act in similar fashion to live service games like Fortnite or Call of Duty Warzone. Uh, it will contain multiple settings with room to expand to others in the months and years following its debut. So it's like a launcher. Yeah. Like uh, Halo uh, Waypoint or something. Or, so, or like it's like this is the place where you'll play all of your... Like, if there's a new game, it'll it'll be loaded into Infinity or something? I'm guessing that's it. I don't know how I feel about this. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Anyway, the update from Ubisoft confirms that Ubisoft Montreal and Ubisoft Quebec, uh, the studios that have led the last two Assassin's Creed games, are going to be working together moving forwards on the project, saying, quote, rather than continuing to pass the baton from game to game, we profoundly believe that this is an opportunity for one of Ubisoft's most beloved franchises to evolve in a more integrative and collaborative manner that's less centred on integrative. studios. <laughs> integrated. Is that even a word? Integrated. Integrated. Integrative. No, collaborative. <laughs> it's like they're making it words. <laughs> Just saying words. <laughs> I don't know what they're going on about. But it's more integrative. Um, and less centred on studios and more focused on talent and leadership, no matter where they are within you. I love that because it implies just having studios takes the focus away from talent and leadership. <laughs> no studios, no walls, nothing to yeah. hide behind. It's all about talent. Anyone can have a go. Just Anyone like if the janitor just, comes along. If you've got a good idea, just shout <laughs> it. Just shout it and we'll like, write it down. Here, here's what you want. Have a bit of this. <laughs> I don't, know why, I don't know why he's from Bristol. Just thought, yeah, he's from Bristol, yeah. but he's just having a go. He's like, Assassin's yeah. Creed Egypt, and they're like, he's got it. We're doing yeah. that. Um, We've sort of done it, but, you know, do it again. Yeah, we'll do it again. Uh, oh, yeah, they actually did do Egypt. After. Yeah. Oh, no, it was God of War that they were teasing all the Egypt stuff, wasn't it? I got was mixed it? up. Cause, yeah, don't you remember there's that thing, there's that Easter egg in 2018 God of War where they're in that room with all the treasure, and if you look on the left... There's like a scarab pyramid thing, and and oh, I uh, thought that was just some... a sort of little Easter egg that kind of um, suggested that all of the kind of uh, well, I think that's what it are linked. Yes, I think that's exactly what it was. Mm. But then, of course, inevitably, everyone was like, "Oh man!" And then I think it was uh, David Jaff or some or some person connected with God of War. There was released like a, a concept art sketch of like apparently before they went Norse they were thinking about going sort of Egypt style for 2018. Mm, So I think it's one of those ones where that might happen. Who knows? Um, But yeah, they got uh, Mark Alexis Coat, who who will be the exec producer of the Assassin's Creed series going forward. He's a nice fella. I've interviewed Uh, him twice and both times he's been really, really... uh Really nice Have you guy. interviewed um, Clint Hawking? Because he's also I haven't, this. unfortunately. He's he's one on the list who I would like to chat to, but I don't Hockster. think I have. 
Mm. Hoxter, yeah. Right, well, anyway, Assassin's Creed Infinity, look forward to it, probably. Um, it's about that time for the quiz, if you're ready to get get yourself strapped in, gear up. Oh, you wow. won last week and all, so... I did, know. yeah, yeah, that, that came out of nowhere. I was Winning as shocked street. as uh, That was, that was an were. absolute blind of that. Clue number mm. two. Unbelievable. Yeah, yeah very happy. Uh, right, have a lovely jingle, gear yourself up. Okay, all right, well, are you guys ready? I personify a place, it's a video game setting. Do we need the rules at this point? I read out a number of clues as this personified setting. You say stop if at any point you have inklings and rumblings of ideas, and then you say what that place is. If you say it and it's the right place, you win. Stop. Stop. I'll go through the clues as many times as you like. And I have, as ever, backup clues. Because I don't like drawers. It's quiz time. We're joined from Matt from upstairs. Hello, Matt. How are you? I'm good, mate. I'm. Uh, I'm I've been on a bit of a, like a Metroid and an Ace Attorney kick recently, so oh, having a good time. Wonderful. Excellent. You ready to uh, revenge Rich's brutal yeah, uh, I got, attack I got, last week on the quiz? I got absolutely trounced last week. Fair play mm. to Rich. So. Clue number two. Brutal. Brutal. Uh, right, here we go, here we go. Clue number one, are you both ready? Yep. Yes, you Yes, are. I'm excited. Clue number one, I'm a great destination for history buffs and fans of gothic architecture. <clears throat> Clue number two, I have been rebuilt three times by different people every time. Okay, mm. okay. This could be any number of things. Mm. Clue number three. My most recent appearance in a video game was in 2015. Oh, okay. I've got okay. some extra spice that I'll add sort of afterwards if no one gets this. Uh, uh, Matt Laurie. Is it Croft Manor from Rise of the Tomb Raider? Uh, inc- yeah. Incorrect, but uh, okay. I, I, it's a good one actually. Uh, Croft Manor. That, that, I, I must have done that you might have at done. some stage. I don't I know if it's gothic, but no, though, it's, is it? it's good. You what? Sorry, it's not gothic, though. Is I it? don't know in which incarnation or not seen them all. Yeah, they're sort of. Anyway, anyway, uh, good stop. Guy, so, oh, Rich Walker. Wayne Manor from Batman: Arkham Knight. Do you know? It, it, incorrect, but it's funny because <laughs> when Matt said that. I was like, when he said, oh, is it gothic? I saw, I thought to myself, no, it's not really gothic. It's a little bit like Nebworth House. Nebworth mm. House was Wayne Manor for, I think, Batman oh, Forever. So it's just okay. weird that then you then guessed, well, I suppose you would, yeah. Croft Manor, yeah. Wayne Manor. It's an easy connection. Mm. Uh, no, clue number four. Uh, there, oh, Matt Lorigan. Bloody hell. Uh, <laughs> Arkham Asylum from Batman Arkham Asylum? Uh, incorrect. Okay. <clears throat> Uh, there have been rumours of uh, supernatural, even occult things going on. Oh, well, that changes things. Hmm. Huh. 2015, 2015. Clue number five. Uh, amongst my you know, m- many things to do, uh, I am ideal uh, for fans of skiing. What? Okay. <laughs> I should say, I should actually subtly tweak that one and say, because of my location, I am ideal for fans of skiing. Mm, I can, I can okay. picture this, I just don't know what it's from. Yeah. Clue number six. I got six clues, and then I got some spice for the other clues. Clue number six. According to one account, I was built around a millennium ago by a king, uh, but that I'm not used for the same purpose now. 
Hmm. Oh, jeez. Wow. Okay. Um, yeah, I ain't got a clue. Let's go back through and give you some extra. Oh, was that the last clue? Um, yeah. Five, well, you got six clues, and then we got some. Uh, I think we've got some spice that that might. It's one of those difficult ones with the spice because you think to yourself, "Is this going to blow it is wide this too open?" Spicy? And just yeah. get it. Is it too spicy? Yeah. <laughs> but we do love the spice, so we'll have a bloody good go. Um, <clears throat> great destination for history buffs, fans of Gothic architecture, and war buffs as well. War, do you think of that, man? Um, can Rich just lose right. just because of that? Immediately. <laughs> no. Oh, man. Clue number Ooh. two. Clue number two. What is it good for, eh? Mm. Uh, I have been rebuilt three times by different people every time. Plus, I have appeared in four... Of the games in my series, and I've and I've actually even got further spice for that one, which I'll give on and on, <laughs> which I'll give when I read it out again. But but we'll we'll leave it at that for now. I have appeared what? in four of the games in my series. Oh, okay. God. Uh, right here we go. Clear number three. I feel like this one might make you go, oh, fucking hell. Uh, mm. Clue number three. My most recent appearance in a video game was in 2015. Yep. Mm-hmm. My first appearance in a video game was in 1981. What? <laughs> There's that reaction I thought mm. I'd get. <laughs> uh, clue number four. Uh, there have been rumours of supernatural uh, and even occult goings on. Uh but it's probably scientific. God, I'm baffled. I'm stumped. Yeah, I'm utterly stumped. <laughs> I can sort of picture this gothic structure yeah, on top of with a snowy, snowy mountains around it. Sort. Clue number I have no five. Idea. Because of my location, I'm ideal for fans of skiing. Uh, clue mm. number six. According to one account, uh, I was built around a millennium ago by a king. Uh, but I'm not used... For that same purpose now, I have been repurposed. So it was sort of a, a royal building, but now it isn't. Why? It sounds I'll, so I'll familiar. now add some. I'll add some mm. some extra spice, right, to, to to one of the clues. I think I've given you all the spice in the other clues, but I'll add this final bit of spice. Just a little top top note of paprika yeah, on I this could, one. Oh, <laughs> lovely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I've 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 I've, I've appeared. Uh, in four of the games in my series, uh, the series is named after me. What? Oh. Right. Um. Oh God. <clears throat> oh come on. I come on. Are you, wait, Josh. Are you sure it's not Arkham Asylum? <laughs> did you? Did you <laughs> make it? Would work. Imagine if I'd actually just. <laughs> Fucked it, and I was like, "Shit, no, it is that." Actually, you won like fifteen minutes ago. Fair play, fair play, yeah. Uh, I'd like, I would like, no, but no, it's it's, uh, it's not. Although, I, and I do wonder to myself now, it's like, have I done Arkham Asylum? I should write these down. I'm, I'm sure I will have done at some point. This the, the thing. It, the thing I've got though is obviously Rich has been on all of these quizzes. 
I, I've, I'm not. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I wasn't here for yeah. a lot of them, so I'm like, oh, I don't know if he did that. I, don't know if I he think didn't. probably the, <laughs> the listeners might not even. If I just do one again, but with different yeah. clues, they might not even remember. So who knows? Uh, I should really keep track who, of them. I think Cullen was probably more smart than me and actually kept track of the ones that he did. Mm, I don't do that. So. No. <laughs> well, what happens to your, what happens to your quiz papers? Do you just shred them? Shred them. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't print anything out, but uh, yeah. Oh, it's uh, all it's all in your head. Yeah, no, it's, it's on it's, it's on a Google Doc. Um, uh. <laughs> anyway, who, uh, I will. Who's more likely to on. get this, Josh? Out of me and me and Rich, in your in your opinion. Ooh, I'd, I'll probably say about even on this one. To be fair, okay. Uh, we, do uh, we you, both know what it is? Are you what? Sorry, we both know what it is. We played it, or we know of it. Uh, yes. Absolutely, absolutely. Right. Yeah, usually, to be honest, I'm not be just being coy and evasive. Like, usually, I probably would be able to say, like, Matt's more likely. Like, when I did, like, Haven City from Jack 2, I was like, this is probably one for Matt, but also Rich could pip this. And then and then other weeks, I'm like, oh, this is probably a Rich one. Like, I don't know, well, like last right. week, I guess, Scarface, the world is yours. Although, to be fair, like, Matt, you know, a bit of a dark horse, could have just gotten that one. So, But with mm. this week, I'm like... It's probably even. Way. It's pretty like I think you're you're both in with a good shot of get. I'll go. F- I'll go. F- well, I've already been uh, well, twice. Yeah, but if, if you go come on, let's think. One more time, and we'll- I'll go for mm. it one more time. One more time, and then I'll give you like ten seconds, yeah. and then we'll have to. You know, uh, great destination for history buffs, war buffs, fans of Gothic architecture. Clue number two. I've been rebuilt three times by different people every time. Uh, extra spice I've appeared in four of the games in my series a series which is named after me clue number three most recent appearance in a video game was oh, 2015 uh, Matt Lorigan uh, uh, Castle Wolfenstein from Castle Wolfenstein Ah, and this week's winner it. is Matt Lorigan. Yes, yes, right at the last. Very nicely uh, done. I got yeah. really st- when you said war, and also like 1981 seemed m- ages ago. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, oh, and well done hell. to you because I actually put down Castle Wolfenstein uh, as the as the game that I wanted, but I also would have accepted Wolfenstein 3D: Return to Castle Wolfenstein, and from 2015, Wolfenstein: The Old Blood. I've been rebuilt three times. Uh, Muse Software obviously did the original Castle Wolfenstein, and then it was ID, Grey Matter, and Machine Games. Most recent appearance, 2015, The Old Blood. First appearance, 81, Castle Wolfenstein. There have been rumours of supernatural occult goings on. If you played The Old Blood, they sort of yeah. flirt with that, because it's like, mm. well, is this like vampires yeah. or something? And then actually, but it's like, well, they do explain it with science toward the end. Uh, ideal for fans of skiing, because it's in the German Alps, yeah. so it makes sense. Uh, according to one account, which is the account from Old Blood, built around a millennium ago by a king, but I'm not used for the same purpose now. Because you know, although I suppose maybe I Hitler say, would have seen yeah, himself as some he, sort of nutty king, yeah. but it wasn't really. Uh, it was it was actually used as a, a sort of uh, strategic planning. St- or you broke in there to find out the location of uh, is it what's her name? Death Angel Face, Angel of Death, F- Frau Engelhart, I think her name is in the yeah. movies. You you Damn break it, in man. there. It's like a sort of scientific. Uh, they're doing all sorts of experiments mm. and stuff in there. So you know, not not quite how King Otto would have used it back yeah. in there. But yeah, I'm, I'm gutted. I didn't get that. It makes oh, perfect yeah. sense now. I bang, bang it's on my desk in my excitement. And it hurts a uh, lot. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Oh, right, that'll just about do us. Yeah, it was a gutter. Could have gone either way this week. Mm. Uh, I'm glad we got you. it. Thank you very much to uh, to Matt from upstairs. Thank you. Uh, mm-hmm. Well done to any listeners at home. If you were shouting out the answer on clue number two, if you pulled a rich walker. I'm sure they were. Uh, you know, let us know. 
Um, but yeah, about that time for the questions and the theories and the comments and the queries. When you tie your shoes and you do the bit where you make the loop goes round, mm-hmm. yeah. rather than tying double knots on your shoes, just go round twice. Because they never, ever, ever come undone and you can then undo them, just pull, pull, pull at the end of the day. Never, ever, 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 ever come undone. Questions, theories, comments, and queries. You send them in. We'll t- and quandaries, actually. Send us mm. fucking quandaries already. Mm. Um, and we'll talk about them. Uh, yeah. This one from Jim Trinker. Oh, uh, yeah. Him. He says, uh, do you guys have a spare SM58 microphone lying around? Because if though, that's mine. Uh, and can I back it? Can I have it back? You can't. Uh, we have got it. I've got it. I've got it here. <laughs> uh, and I quite like it. So I think it belongs to the company. And uh, you're not having it back. <laughs> So, oh, you know, ouch. That's I'm, harsh. Unlucky. Unlucky. But uh, I don't make the rules. This one from uh, cruel, Michael. cruel, that, Josh. Mm. Mm. Uh, what did you make of the ending of The Medium by Bloober? Uh, I've been looking into it after the Silent Hill news. Uh, and from what I hear, it badly mishandled mental health issues. And survivors of abuse felt quite insulted by how the game ends. Uh, not sure these folks should be writing anything to do with Silent Hill at the minute. Uh, oh, it's interesting. I think that went over my head, which is terrible. <laughs> yeah, no, I did. I did hear about that, and yeah. it, it was. It was. I found it. There were aspects without getting too much into the the medium and the ending. If people haven't played it, there are some sort of what I would call quite sort of pot patted mm. solutions to pro- oh. problems that are not uh, very difficult. And there, well, there, there is that's no good. There are some things in it. Um, where actually it, it, it deals with uh, abuse of children and there are oh, some yeah. things in it which I actually thought was handled uh, mm-hmm. very very evocatively and very very well um, and there's imagery that's deployed uh, that I felt that was quite powerful but it, mm-hmm. it, it, it does also sort of I can fully understand uh, it, it, it presents too much of a, of a straightforward forward kind of solution or right. I guess it presents something that is inherently very 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 fixable and, and kind of video gamey um, the men- so I so I agree with you on that I, I, I mean I think um, I'm generally we spoke about this last week I'm not particularly up for I like Bloober Team as I said I don't bear them any ill will at all I think they are a talented studio and I think they've demonstrated that I, th- I think the Observer and the original Layers of Fear um, are, re- are really good um, I don't think much to their to their other. I think Blair Witch is okay, but I think it mm-hmm. blows its wad really early. Um, and uh, and I and I, you know talking about talk about the ending of um, <clears throat> of the medium with the mental health issues to one side. Um, a- outside of that, completely, I thought it was an absolute uh, mess. To be honest with you, I mean, I remember texting texting you, Rich, and going. Mm. So what was this and what was this and what was that and you going yeah actually yeah to be fair I don't know but you were more taken with that there's there's a kind of twist which yeah. um, uh, personally oh, oh, I think that's slightly generous with the word twist it's more of an Easter egg for me because it's like it is cool and it, I know exactly what you mean and it is a twist. I appreciate this is frustrating to people listening to this because I haven't said what it is. Mm. There's a particular Easter egg which uh, kind of... I, I would argue re- it's more re- than an Easter egg because it's... Okay. Yeah, 
usually it, it, it ties in really directly and and actually includes quite a big portion of you know the thing that I won't I, mention. We won't we won't mention it. For me, mm. a twist. Um, if it's to be a bloody good twist, uh, it kind of has to be a little bit more than just an unexpected narrative happening. It has to sort of meaningfully recontextualise things that you've already seen. And, and my only, and I can understand why you would you would hold what happens in that game as that. Uh, and I, I, you know, fair enough to you. I think a good argument can be made for that. The the, the difference for me is that it just doesn't really change my I, the knowledge of what it was and what it what it in fact mm. relates to doesn't actually affect what w- what happens uh, directly to the medium itself it, it doesn't all of a sudden clear up the ending i felt was very messy i've absolutely no i couldn't really tell you what happens right now i remember a, a bonkers scene on a jetty and about mm. four or five unanswered questions and oh, also yeah. just well, i don't think the world war Two stuff was just like I kind of, I think I sort of know what, what you're doing, but you haven't really developed that in a great way. It doesn't really tie into, it ties in on, on, on a plot level to some of the things that are happening now, but yeah, I, I, I thought it was a real mess. And I, I overall, there were things in that game I really liked. Some of the imagery I thought was really, was yeah. quite powerful when yeah, it was a pretty game and it, it just wasn't scary for me at all. Um, and uh, and the trade-off for that, I suppose they would argue that they're trying to tell a story as much as to scare you. Well, my problem would be I didn't think the story was very good. But. I think we've said this previous week. I think I just lapped up the atmosphere of that game. I think mm. that's that's what I really dug about it. Mm. And why I was quite generous with my score. Mm. Um, yeah. Well, no, I thought review. it was... I mean, I th- yeah, I wouldn't disagree with you. I think your mm. reviews... It was a good review, and I think you captured... Parts of the game that I maybe that maybe didn't resonate with me at like mm. as much, but I st- but I still think it's you know it's interesting and it's w- yeah. worth playing. Um, um, it's clearly I think like an audition piece for a Silent Hill. There is a sort of a pretty pretty overt um, nods of the head to Silent Hill. They've, um, they've been denying that they're involved with Silent Hill, haven't they? Have that they? No, no, that nothing's in place or something. Yeah, I think they're mm. trying to temper people's expectations. Well, perhaps the ink is not dry yet and they don't want yeah. to say it before it's, you know... Maybe. Not ready to announce, trying to... But no, I, I agree with um, Michael, uh, uh, in part because of those... Silent Hill quite deftly handles that stuff, or at least Silent Hill 2 did, um, mm. and 3 mm-hmm. to a lesser extent. But um, Yeah, I, I don't know that Bloober are the, are, the, are, the better, are the best studio for it, to be honest. But there you go. It, who knows? It could be really good. I don't want to you know, condemn it before it yeah. Before it has a chance. Um, this from Jim Johnston. Can someone make a musical sting to Josh's Let Metal Gear Go stance, please? Cheers, Jim from Nuneaton. They we, should we haven't been getting the uh, We haven't been getting any stings sent in anymore, have we? I think you should make one. Yeah, it's just finding the time and uh, actually getting to grips with the software. My, I'm, not, I'm not much of a music guy, to be honest. Oh, you do you do yourself a disservice. I think you're quite musical. <laughs> I don't think I've ever. I think I created something on Music 2000 once, which was laughably <laughs> bad. Yeah, well, fair mm. enough. But yeah, yeah, I think that'd be a good sting to let Metal Gear go. Mm, um, mm-hmm. A little bit of a rant. Uh, yeah. This one from Solution Nine. Do you ski? I don't know why they're saying that. Maybe it's never skied. I, I used a Hank Scorpio. Uh, gif when I put out the things but there's no skiing in that episode is there? 
don't think, think so. so. You only move. No. You only move twice. I don't think there's yeah. any skiing there. Um, but, um, but no, I don't. Do you ski? No, I never skied. Never skied. I've not, I don't think I've done any winter sport of any kind. <laughs> winter sporting. Mm. Yeah. You strike me as that like you'd gravitate more towards snowboarding than skiing. Well, that's because I'm cool and edgy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, no don't fancy it I, d- I don't know what it is about skiing I just sort of like uh. well, I'm sure it's probably really fun if you're good at it it's probably quite exhilarating yeah. but. How, how many times have we heard about broken bones and things I d- oh, it God, doesn't yeah. appeal to me that much <laughs> yeah it's true it's true yeah I am sort of worried about just plunging to my death on that's exactly what I was going to say like plummeting off a, plummeting <laughs> off a cliff edge <laughs> Pack yourself a lovely little Union Jack parachute, though, and you'll be fine. What are you worried oh, about? Oh, that's true. That's true. Yeah. Uh, this one from uh, George from Kent. Uh, which part of the job do you like most, uh, and which part do you like least? Keep up the good work, George. Ooh, I like that question. Uh, that's a good well, question. You, got, you take it first, Rich. What part of the job do you like most? Uh, am I going first because I'm the old veteran, the grizzled veteran? Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Um. Start with most, first of all. This is 13 years for me. I I just... I sometimes have to remind myself that I get to write about games for a living, and that's the best (laughs) part of the job. I I love reviewing stuff still, even after all that time, because it's what I wanted to do, and I can't believe my luck that I get to do it. Yes. Um, yeah. I also really like interviewing developers, which don't get to do so much these days. Wait, so hang on. So the but just the core thing, I quite like that's a good answer, actually. It's yeah. just, what do I like most? The core thing of just yeah. writing for video Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, it's great. True, yeah. Sometimes it's like, oh, you know. But yeah. then I have to be like, but but this is amazing. Some people would kill to do this job. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah, interviewing developers is always really cool. I really enjoy that. Mm. Um, just talking with people in the industry is great. Mm. Um, and the part I like the least, I suppose, I guess it's kind of the grind some days where you're kind of writing the same stuff you've written over and over and trying to find new ways to make things sound interesting. Like, Mm. you know, perfect case in point, like reviewing eight F1 games and being (laughs) like, how do I, you know... How do I think of a new angle? How do or, I get or, fresh on this thing? Yeah, you like, know, uh, yeah. What, what more is there to say? Or like another yeah. FIFA or something. It's like, ah, <laughs> I've reviewed like 10 of these. Yeah, no, I can totally see that. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's still great, you know. So. Mm. Yeah, mm. yeah, I think so. I, I'd say um, that, yeah, the, the thing I like the most is, is uh, lo- loads of weird, like, little things. Like... Um, it takes away the aspect of guilt um, of playing video games. Because like when I just have a regular job and just live in a life where you go to work and then you come back and then you, you play video games and you, you kind of think to myself like, oh man, I should probably be doing something else. I should probably be, I don't know, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Be, you know, bettering myself in some capacity. Painting fences. Yeah, right. And, uh, <laughs> but when it, it is your job, it's kind of like, oh, well, it, I have to do this today i have to play it, it gives you time like mm. as much as anything else which is a really cool thing but the main thing is just the writing that's that's the bit that i find the most fun is like yeah finding out why i'm not very good at like i'm very scatterbrained in conversations as listeners to this podcast will know um i go off on tangents and i don't really sometimes i find it really difficult to know what i think about something until i start writing about it and then 
when yeah. I write about it, I kind of find out what my opinion is on the page. And I find that process like really rewarding because you always have a gut reaction to something or a good nose. You can kind of smell mm. like, I didn't, I didn't like this thing. And like figuring out why you didn't like it, just kind of taking that gut feeling and moving it into the brain and then out onto the page. Like that's a really rewarding yeah. thing. Actually, um, you say it grants you more time to play games. Conversely, it actually takes away time that, uh, you know, for games you want to play. You, you yeah, the I mean? downside is that you yeah. have to review the things that you... Well, yeah, it's not a downside, but if you want to play something, bloody well grab hold of it to review because it's probably... Mm. Yeah, the, yeah, you're right. Yeah, it's like the, your leisure time then becomes... Or, yeah, the time that you want to play video games purely for yeah. fun is smaller, I guess. Yeah, so. exactly, exactly. Um, and then least favourite part is probably just um, the... I hate the way that um, everything always looks forwards and, like, the moment a game is out, it's just gone. Yeah. yeah. Like, uh, I hate, I just hate that. It's like, oh, it's always what's next and what's not out yet. And it's like, yeah. well, that game that came out, like, a month ago is really fucking interesting. And, you know, we should talk about that a lot more. And, you know, it's just like, it's the, I, which I suppose, in, in a way, is kind of what you're talking about with, like, the churn and the grind. It's like... Yeah. It's like it's the sort of ceaseless nature of it, though. The well, what's that's, next, what's next. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, say a game like, I don't know, for lack of a better one, say Gears 5 or something. Mm. Like, I, I really enjoyed that. And I I might have played a bunch of the multiplayer for weeks and weeks after if I had the mm. time. But like you say, it's on to the next thing, isn't it? It's like you mm. don't get time to invest extra time into a game you'd perhaps want to. This is it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, which sure. sounds churlish to sort of complain well, about that yeah. sort of thing. <clears throat> it's um, yeah, I am actually weirdly quite jealous. So this sounds really mental, but hear me <laughs> out. I'm quite jealous of my flatmates sometimes because, mm. like, one of them, she's just like playing Pokemon Snap or whatever, and I'm like. Oh fuck! I, I, I really want to just play Pokemon Snap actually, and she and she's getting like you know like hundred percent completion on it, and I'm like yeah. shit! I can't really get hundred percent completion on anything because I have to no. move on to and my other flatmate. He's just playing like Mario Golf, and I'm just like oh yeah, <laughs> like they and they slowly but steadily make their way through loads of games, and often yeah. think like oh that's cool. Like I'd like to just play that today. But the the <laughs> backlog is um, yeah unreal. Mad, mad. Unreal backlog. Engine Four, yeah. um, Five. Now we're on, mate. Five. Yeah. You know, if that's even out. Anyway, that'll just about do us. Uh, thanks for the questions. Mm. Don't go on Snapchat. Don't go on Instagram. Hop on LinkedIn. I don't really care. Get yourself on Twitter at Joshy Wise at Richard W eight two at VideoGamerCom with the mm. questions. What are your thoughts Email on Facebook? Ah. Uh? What are your thoughts on Facebook? Uh, I'm indifferent to it. You can do what you want. I, it sort of feels like it's over to me, but of course there yeah. are still millions of people on it. But sort of old old people are on Facebook old now. School. Aren't they? Yeah, old school. Yeah, my mum's on it. Mum yeah. having a go because I'm not looking at the new pictures of her allotment. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> How could you? It's come full circle. Used to have a go that I was on my phone all the time, and now it's her mm. nagging me to get on Facebook. Oh, Unbelievable. Can't um, podcast at videogamer.com is the email address send me your rambles uh, mm-hmm. at, head over to the new and sexfully designed videogamer.com uh-huh. uh, for all your video gaming needs someone leave a bloody comment I, I, I go through all that no comments why aren't people commenting have an argument loads of them. oh wait you I mean on your site no on video gamer where well, are there was they? one yeah well you, uh, actually I guess it might be you'd have to check 
everything we uh, there's a handy thing in the cms that just tells us all the comments um, i'll often head in there and just reply to them on, on little i, I, I want to see someone, people oh, someone mentioned grinch kwan did they oh, oh god well, i've got a link that. you to this giving it all that about how there's no comments someone mentioned bloody grinch kwan the other day i'll link you to this <laughs> when we're done um thanks to adam cook andy b Colin mahone for the stings and mm-hmm. we will see you again next week it's goodbye from me goodbye it's goodbye from rich walker Goodbye.